Hey everyone, welcome to Delegami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. If you are new here and we have not yet had the privilege of meeting you, my name is Travis Gold and I am the lead pastor at For the People's Church located in downtown Los Angeles. And my name is Kyra Gold and we are married and have an incredible son named Axel. On today's episode of Dialegami, we're kicking off day seven of our daily Advent meditation series as we learn to treasure Christ more deeply in this Christmas season together, gathering around the fire of his word, empowered by the Holy Spirit, making our King's glorious arrival visible in our homes and our churches to our children, family, friends, and our congregations. Amen. Each day, Monday through Friday of this Advent season, we will be taking you through an Advent meditation. We pray that these episodes would serve as a resource to help you make space in your days and the lead up to Christmas to prepare your heart for the awe-provoking reason we celebrate it. Mm -hmm. We pray that this time would help strengthen the joy, the purpose, and the fullness of Christmas. Amen. In case you missed any episodes up until this point, again, we strongly encourage you to go back and listen from the introductory episode until now. The episodes, while they can stand alone, definitely build on each other and set the tone for the rest of the series. That is partly why we aren't doing weekend episodes, so you have space to catch up if needed. And in case you've missed any of the episodes, we are alternating daily who is sharing the meditation for each day. Trav kicked off week two with day six, which means I'm up. And before you get going, babe, make sure you stay tuned through the end of each episode as we will be ending each day with questions for reflection. But with all that being said, let's jump into day seven. Kyra, take it away. And before we get started with the meditation for today, let us open up in prayer. Today, I feel led to just pray scripture, to pray Philippians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. God, we pray that our love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that we may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of you, God. Amen. In Jesus' precious, mighty, and glorious name, amen. Amen. The title for the Advent meditation for today is Jesus Opposed. Mm. Day seven, Jesus Opposed. We're going to be reading from Matthew chapter 2, taking a look at verses 1 through 3, starting in verse 1. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? Mm. We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all of Jerusalem with him. The long-awaited king has just been born. And yet not yearning, not excitement, but being disturbed. Some translations use the word troubled. After 14 generations from Abraham to David, 
and 14 more from David to the Babylonian exile and 14 more from exile to the Messiah's birth. Mm. Our Savior is here and he has come to rescue us. Jesus Christ, the son of David has arrived. Mm. You'd think joy would break out. You'd think a celebration that couldn't be quenched would be just filling the streets. And yet we see that Jesus arrived to his own people being disturbed. Mm. The king was threatened. Now it's very easy, especially as Christians, to be tempted to only see the various influential powers who are disturbed by the presence of Jesus, who refuse to relinquish or consecrate their power to God, whether it's monetary power, people power, positional power, whatever mm. it is, who it's easy to think of them who refuse to relinquish or consecrate their power to Christ. Mm. But what immediately struck me, what immediately stood out to me is the picture that was painted about our flesh, mm. about ourselves prior to conversion. The picture that is painted of ourselves outside of Christ, he disturbs our flesh. Mm. He yeah. troubles our flesh. Even now, even those of us who are on the other side of conversion, where we've been converted, where we're living for Jesus, while we're still on this side of eternity, there are times, there will be times when the way of Christ troubles us because it means we have to give up ground. Because it means we have to dare to choose him over our pride, mm. who was always quick to advocate for itself to stay. Yeah, well, that's real. It's so quick to see this for somebody else. It's so easy to see this for somebody else. But we must also see this for ourselves, who also, just with less publicity and without it being documented in the word of God <laughs> and likely less casualty of life, who also, meaning us, hated when our thrones built on the desires of our flesh were threatened by the sanctifying work of God. Wow. And now another aspect of this passage that I feel led to, to note is, is it wasn't just the king who was disturbed mm -hmm. by the arrival of Jesus. Yeah. We read that he was disturbed and all of Jerusalem with him. Mm. The one who came to bring eternal peace, which we just um, talked about and learned about yesterday through Trav's teaching. The one who came to bring eternal peace disturbed them. Mm. And isn't that just indicative of our sinful condition? Ouch. Where we build houses on our sin. Ooh. Where we become cozy in this fallen world and coddled by our flesh, defended by our pride, agreed with by our deception and comforted by our self-will. So deeply blinded by the desires of our flesh that we are disturbed by the arrival of the king. Maybe it's not in as obvious of a way. Maybe the ways in which your heart has become hardened to sin is more subtle. So I'll ask the question this way. 
where has sin started to look normal and righteousness strange? Mm. Where has sin started to look like the only option and righteousness impossible, inconvenient, or even irritating? Mm. Where have you started to make provision for your sin, even though we are instructed in the word of God to make no provision for the flesh? Mm. This passage paints an uncomfortably familiar picture of the human heart apart from Christ. It points to the very fact that we needed rescue. Mm. Instead of rejoicing that our king had come, we were disturbed that our comfort and our worldly security would have to be shaken up. Mm. That self would have to be dethroned. That our eyes would have to lift from ourselves and point towards something greater. And so right now I sit here so humble, just praising him for coming to us when we surely could have never gone to him. Lord, would your desires become our desires and would you help us to live with eyes fixed on the promised king who has come to rescue us instead of on self? In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Man, that was a healthy flesh searing if I ever received one. It hurts (laughs) so good. I was actually sweating and choking up trying to speak, but I was just receiving from the Lord. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving powerfully through your beautiful, wonderful vessel, my wife, Kyra. Uh, Amen. Wow. Thank you, Jesus, for the provision of your spirit that emboldens us to proclaim your word. Wow. Praise God. Amen. And now some questions for reflection and additional passages slash verses for meditation question number one as always what is god revealing to you about himself and his character in matthew 2 verses 1 through 3 question number two how has god brought encouragement to you through matthew chapter 2 verses 1 through 3 question number three how has he brought challenge through these verses and what specifically is he confronting Question number four, what do the Magi reveal about Jesus in their question to King Herod? Mm. Question number five, we read here that the king and the people, they were disturbed, right? They were disturbed at the coming of our king because they were blinded to God's plan of redemption because of the lust of their hearts for their own plans and their own purposes. Mm. Ask the Lord to search your heart, helping you see the ways in which your own plans and your desires distract you from finding satisfaction in Jesus, from finding deepening satisfaction in Christ and his will and his way. Yes, God. We read in the passage for today that the Magi said they were going to worship Jesus. What is one way that you as an individual or a family uh, can prioritize and maintain the spirit of worship this Christmas season? Good question. In case you missed any of these questions, do not fret. Uh, We will also be sharing these questions over on the Dia Legomai Instagram page at Dia Legomai. Thank you, Jesus, for disturbing our flesh. Mm that we might look more like you by the sanctifying work of God. 
Amen. That by the power and work of your spirit, we can find deepening satisfaction in you. Would your name be hallowed and your will be done. And to you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to be it for today. Thank you so much for listening. We are greatly humbled that you're here with us. Be sure to check back in every day, Monday through Friday, each week to join us for daily Advent meditations this Advent season, running from November 29th through December 24th, as we learn to receive more fully the gift of Jesus Christ. And as always, remember to what? Love God, love His church, and faithfully build your foundation on Him. Christ with prayers and love, Dialagami, the people's conversation with Travis and Kyra Gold. Peace. See you next time.